And shout out to my doers, go-getters, and get-donners. This is the Cuss Podcast, serving up inspiration and motivation, one quote, one story, and one cup at a time. Where do you point your fingers? This is a sincere question I'm curious to know. When you succeed, where do you point your fingers? Now, I'm pretty sure I know this one. But when you fail, where are you pointing your fingers? Now that, that is the one that has me really curious. Are you pointing them at bad luck? The wrong place, the wrong time? Or perhaps God just dealt you a bad hand. Maybe you point out your flaws or your talents that you lack. Maybe you point fingers at the government for where you ended up. Or maybe, just maybe, you point them back at yourself. What's up, guys? And welcome to another edition of the Cups Podcast. It is your boy, Justin. And today, we are going to discuss your greatest competition. But before we hop into it, be sure to leave a review, a rating, and perhaps subscribe to this podcast if you find any value in what I'm saying. I would also appreciate it if you kindly shared it with at least one person you know And check us out on Instagram and Facebook at the underscore cups. Thank you in advance for your support, whether I have one listener or a thousand. But with that being said, let's hop back into it. The world doesn't care what hand you're dealt. The world doesn't care how rich or poor you are. The world doesn't care if you are good or bad at something. The world is unbiased, which means it will chew you up and spit you out without a moment's hesitation if you don't take what you have in the place that you're at and do your absolute best to make the most of your situation. Remember last season I told you, and I'll remind you again, no one is attending your pity party? If there is one thing we can agree on, it is that we all have problems of our own that preoccupy our time. But should we spend our time and focus our energy on who or what to blame causing the struggle? If there is one thing we can agree on, it is that we all have problems of our own that preoccupy our time. But should we spend our time and focus our energy on who or what to blame causing the struggle? Or do we fixate our attention on the how to overcome it? Lose the expectations you have for others and for your environment. And focus all your standards on you. It's your fault you're reaping the rewards or consequences of your current standard of living. It is on you to find the right people in the right environment for your happiness, for your joy. It is on you to boost your standard of living. It is on you to seek the education you need to build your competency and your confidence in your skills at work. It is up to you to make the choice to live with intention or to exist by default. You should be your only competition. And here's why. While this may not be the norm for all countries, the United States predicates on the individual. Now, I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I am here to tell you the benefits and the positive outlook we can receive when we focus on ourselves in the right way. No, this doesn't mean we develop a narcissistic personality. This means we want the best for ourselves physically, mentally, financially, emotionally, and spiritually. We want the good in life, and we want to do good in life, not just for ourselves, but for our partner, for our family, for our coworkers, and for our legacy. So as much as a me versus me mentality appears very selfish, the potential outcome has the ability to affect the lives around us and those yet to come. Our first example is in our purpose. 
When we take the time to evaluate ourselves, our skills, our passions, and our desires, we can dial in on the career we want to have. Now, I've talked with so many individuals over coffee, both young and old, who say they feel stuck where they're at. There is ambiguity in what they want to do. And it's no coincidence when I ask them how they ended up there, they respond with answers such as, my parents think this is the best route for me, or I'm doing this for my family. And some flat out tell me the pay is just great in that industry. Don't get me wrong, your parents can be great advocates for your future with their knowledge and experience. And if you have family and are where you're at because the money for it puts food on the table, I don't blame you. But my next question may bring some light to the situation. What do you want to be a slave to? Do you want to live life feeling stuck and unfulfilled, but feel like you're pleasing those around you? Or do you want to have a conversation with them and express your dreams and ask for support as you pursue the things that truly give you life and purpose? At the end of the day, I want you to be at peace with your decision. Going after what you want will never be easy, but taking time to have that conversation with yourself and determining if it's worth it for you and your happiness and your joy and your peace provides clarity for your current situation. And that only happens when we are in tune with ourselves. I'm a big Will Smith fan, been that way since first grade, and I loved his remarks on the idea of personal happiness. To an answer on the topic of his wife's happiness, he replied, you cannot make a person happy. You can make a person smile. You can make a person feel good. You can make a person laugh. But whether or not a person is happy is deeply and totally and utterly out of your control. This podcast is literally called The Cups because I want to go out and help other people fill their cups. I want you to get inspired. I want you to shift your paradigm of thinking. And I want you to find the joy and happiness and peace in your life. But along this journey, I've learned that I can only encourage and do my best to influence. But I cannot change your life. That has to be your choice. It is completely your choice to listen to me and hear what I have to say and hear my opinions. It is your choice to do something about it. Which is why I believe taking this principle into our relationships will foster deeper connections. Companionship is a major key to happiness, whether it's friendly or romantic. But it's not simply up to the other person to make you feel good about yourself. It can help, of course, but relationships expand further than just that feeling. I want the absolute best for my girlfriend. There's no doubt about it. But I also want to make sure that this relationship is centered on a foundation of appreciation, growth, and of course, love. And not simply, I give happiness and you take it. But it isn't up to one person in this world to give us everything that we need, which is why it is crucial that both her and I seek our joy, our peace, and our happiness through multiple venues. Let me give you an example. So my girl and I confide in each other on a daily when it comes to what's going on in our lives and what we're thinking about. But guess what? There are going to be times where we don't connect on things simply because we either haven't experienced it or it never crossed our radar. For example, I do my best to keep up with her nurse talk, but sometimes I get lost in the sauce. She never faults me for it, but instead she may connect more in that area with a colleague or friend at work, getting her cup filled and finding her own joy in that space. 
All I'm saying here is occupying headspace to make it your priority to maintain and establish your peace will make loving a friend, a partner, or a relative so much easier. The last piece I want to touch on is when we approach our lives with a me versus me mentality, any excuse is thrown out the window. There is such a humbling factor that comes into play when we fail and can accept the fact that you had something to do with it. Whether that be a failed relationship, a bad day at work, not winning that game, you fill in the blank. A me versus me mentality eliminates any desire to compare yourself to no one other than the standards you have for you. Now, I do want to warn you, I am not wanting you to beat yourself up over this or critique every little thing. I just want you to keep it a buck with yourself in areas of your life most important to you. You are the CEO of your life, the head honcho. It's time you start using your personal accountability as home field advantage in everything that you do. Audit yourself on a daily. Celebrate the success and learn from your failures. I leave you with this. If you're in a lunchroom with your meal, your silverware, your napkins, etc., and you're leaning over comparing your silverware and your plate and your meal to the next guy, you're letting your food get cold while you watch another man eat. Use what you have where you have it. Live with intention or exist by default. It's a whole lot easier competing with yourself than it is with the world. This has been The Cuffs. Peace. The Cuffs Podcast is written and created by Justin Davis, accompanied with music and production by Joey Biancardi. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram for new episodes along with other updates and giveaways at the underscore cuffs.